Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Roaring D20s podcast. I am your venerable dungeon master, Scott Jones, so let's get right into it. On the last episode, our party met for the first time in Zephyr, capital city of Lunea. Under orders from General Multheus and Caspar Greyfield, two employees of the Lunean royal family, our party was given a mission to find and retrieve the crown jewel of Lunea, stolen by Golthok, a half-orc mercenary. After a hearty meal, several drinks, and some quality bread, our party has headed to bed for the evening, setting out on their mission the following morning. So let's get right into it. Alright, so when we last left off, you had all had a hearty night in the mess hall at Mayberry F or Maybell Field. That's what it was called. Now, Camp Maybury is a military camp here. Uh, you, you all had a nice hearty meal at the mess hall of Maybell Field, and you went off to bed. So, during the night, I need everybody to give me a constitution saving throw. Let's start with Marcus. Uh, 14, and I'm probably awake already, FYI. That is fine. All right, don't you have trance? Me? No. I... Oh. I gotcha. <laughs> um, Bartholomew. Oh, you know me. I got the best roll ever. A nat one. Yep. <laughs> nat one. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh, okay, Shit. Caitlin. I got a nine. Okay. Uther. I got a 16. Gork. I have a ten. Nice. That's a good strong every ten. Single, every single roll needs to be ten. that announced. I roll one. Not twenty. <laughs> so, as you all wake up, you uh, stretch uh, and you yawn. Uh, you kind of climb out of your bunks and you look around and you can see the sun is shining through the window. Um, what? The, the sun the sun is shining through the window? Um, Caitlin, you're the first to run over to the window itself and take a look out. The sun is high in the sky. Uh, God, I wish I was less like a bear and more like a rooster today. <laughs> uh, Guys, we are late. It is definitely a midday sun. So as of right now, all of you are in... Um, separate rooms. The bunking situation at the fort really varies. You can see that they have like a long barrack style bunk for when they keep soldiers here, but there are some individual rooms at a longhouse and that's where you all have been staying. So the five of you are on the same floor, but in different rooms. Um, Marcus, you actually are a bit surprised when you look out and you see that there is a midday sun out of the window. That's so unbelievably unlike you. Um, mm. it, it's confusing more than anything and you take the first couple of moments after you wake up like uh, several solid minutes thinking about what on earth could have happened to have caused this um you begin to dress and caitlin you say that you uh are, are you going to inform your companions i am still in my nightgown okay <laughs> okay <laughs> and i decide to run and start banging on doors of would i know where they are based off of like us leaving yeah together that's, that's yesterday? totally fine yeah is it lacy okay uh no it's like <laughs> It's conservative. Get your mind out of the gutter, husband. Um, I'm going husband. to. It is of a nice uh, uh, sheepdog fleece. Uh -huh. So, like a shut up. I, I gotta go shopping later. Sheepdog okay, so fleece. Gonna... Jesus Christ. <laughs> Excuse so, me. Anyway, go on. So 
so I run and I start knocking on doors because I'm like, all right, well, I don't want them to see my nightgown, but it's gonna take me at least a couple seconds to dress, but it's more important that they get up in case any of them take longer than me. So I run and I slam on doors and I'm like, we're all bears, we're all bears. <laughs> so as you are all sitting there contemplating, realizing, uh, one at a time that you have all woken up quite late. You hear footsteps down the hallway and you just hear the shout of, we're all bears, we're all bears, we're all I bears. I swear, Riley and Melvin. Uh, excellent, Caitlin, make a deck save. All right, great. Uh, 19. Excellent, so you don't trip over your nightgown as you're running down Yay. the hall. <laughs> uh, that's a great start. Um, so you make it down to the end of the hall where you know Marcus is the last one on the end and you start banging on his door and you're like, we're all bears, we're all bears. The the shout hasn't changed at all. Uh, what do you do next? I'm going to uh, run back to my room and quickly get dressed as fast as possible. Won't even do my hair. <laughs> she means it. And uh, I throw my bag on and wait out in the hall for the rest of everyone. Okay, is anybody doing anything other than gathering your belongings? Yeah, I'm probably still asleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing uh, an arcana check <laughs> on myself. Excellent. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, you did say, Uther, that you swore in Elvish, so you're awake. Yep. Um, what did you say you were doing? An arcana check, because I realized the time, and I'm like, was this a spell? Was it something okay, so that what happened? Okay, so what you're asking for is you're looking for residual magic in the area. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm looking for anything that might be uh, influencing us to sleep. Okay, go ahead and make your arcana check. I rolled like shit. <laughs> it's because you drank be... too much. I know, right? Uh, eight, 12. 12. Um, no, you're not really noticing any residual magic in the air. Oh, okay. So Marcus is already like prepped and in the hallway, just kind of looking a little distraught. Okay. I see, yeah. <laughs> I see him at the other end and I walk over and I'm like, we overslept. Uh, Marcus like, He's he's got this like look on his face where he's like distraught, and then as like as you come up and you start talking, he like switches into a smile and be like, "Oh, it seems that we have, but that's okay. The day is not over yet." Well, I mean, we missed, we weren't the crucial pinpoint in in the the wolf attack, you know. Like there was other packs, and we were all gonna you know go against this at the same time, and we're, they're one short. At this point, and then I um, throw open the door. <laughs> Okay, so at this point, um, both Bartholomew and Uther exit their rooms, uh, and you can see them kind of uh, at the end of the hall. You can see Marcus and Caitlin uh, in what appears to be not not quite an argument, but at least like a, a very loud discussion. And as you get closer, you can see that the the loudness is very one sided. As um, Marcus looks rather contained as he normally does, but Caitlin's just kind of throwing her hands in the air, shouting things. Uh, Caitlin, what does your hair look like when it's not done? Uh, it's a slight cowlick on one side. So imagine my bangs are much more up in the air. I'm very frazzled because I'm very punctual. My mother taught me to be punctual, everyone. And we are late and we need to get there. I don't even know what happened. We are just, uh, this is terrible. We need to go. Marcus is like, he's got like his hands up and he's got like one of those like sheepish smiles where he's like trying to smile despite the fact that this lady is exploding in his face right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it seems to be working. Okay. Uh, she It'll seems be to be okay. kind of uh, talking at you more than she is talking yeah. to you. Uh, and as the four of you are gathered there, you, you turn to leave and you realize that one of your party is definitely still missing. And as that happens, you hear a very loud snore coming from Gork's room. 
Oh my god, Gork! I kick open his door. Uh, okay, sitting... make a strength check. <laughs> uh, I got 17. 17. So, um, the door's open outward. So as you uh, reach back for a nice hearty kick, it, it actually, uh, you, you think that uh, had the door been going inward, you might have been able to kick it open. As it is, mostly you hurt yourself as you fall backward on the wall. Uh, no damage taken or anything like that, but your foot's kind of sore. Uh, uh, we don't I, have time for this. There's a door handle. At that, <laughs> hang on a moment. Gork, make a con check. I did that earlier. It was a 10. No, I, this is a check. That a, was new a, one, a new one, a new one. Okay. Ah, uh, that's going to be a... Eight, uh, four. A four. four. Excellent. You wanted low in this case. Um, so yes. you wake up at the sound of something going thump on your door. And then you hear a, a string of curses in a language that you don't understand. Uh, uh, mom, five minutes. Five minutes. Uh. And at that point, the handle to your room rattles a little bit. And you can hear the sound of uh, Caitlin, your companion from earlier, on the other side. Mm-hmm. Gork! <laughs> We're late! All right, for what? The, uh, the battle, open your door. Ah, Gork is very good at battles. Oh my God, <laughs> get out of bed and start battling. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Gork, get up. Ooh. Oh, that's Ooh. a good point. Uh, 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 wow, I can't remember any D&D gods. I have a hand of helm. <laughs> That's not something that Caitlin's character would shout. Uh, what's the god of nature? Sylvanas. Okay, by Sylvanas, get up! I've, uh, I just sort of like stumble out of bed, wander over and open the door. Okay. Uh, oh my god, he's naked. <laughs> no, even, even better. Everyone sees me. Standing at 6'5", in my onesie. Aww. That's adorable. That's so cute. What's the onesie got on it? It's got bunny ears, and you can't see it, but it has a really fluffy tail on the back. Aww. Yeah. Why is it You're like a little deceptive devil bunny, but we really have to go right now. Why Why would we have to go anywhere? Battle. Gork. Battle, Remember, Gork. Battle for, for honor, you raised your sword, the whole shebang, we need to go. Croissants! Ah. Yes, um, mm. close the door again. Ah. There's, there's some tumbling motions. I start and then, pacing. And then I just open the door and I'm just fully dressed again, right there. It was right. like Great. 45 seconds at most. Uh, none of you ah. can see, none of you can see where in fact he kept the onesie, but uh, you don't question it as you are now several hours late. And as you make your way back towards um, the mess itself, which is not, it, it's the next stop on the way out of, um, out of Maybell Field. Um, and as you stop in, uh, you can see that the mess itself is mostly empty. The human that was passed out on the table the night before is in fact still there. Still passed out. Beautiful. Um, the rest of the mess itself has actually been cleaned up. There's no sign of the food trays that were in the corner the night before, nor of the barmaids that were helping you out. Uh, what you do see are two individuals sitting at a table, uh, drinking something and, and discussing in, a, in hushed tones. You recognize both of them. One of them is General Mulfius, and the other is Caspar Greyfield, the individual who told you about your mission the day before. Uh, as you guys walk in, Caitlin, you're looking rather frantic. Um, they both look up, and you can see 
Caspar doesn't really seem to notice, but General Mothius, you, you see one of his eyebrows raise as he just looks at the five of you. Oh, God. <laughs> what what are you guys doing here? Uh, isn't there a battle right now that we're late for? General Mothius says, yes, there is. The rest of the groups left at dawn as they were supposed to, save for <sighs> you, you five, the gentleman sitting on the table right there, and another group who were apparently retching too much last night to make it. Great. Wonderful. Then we should leave. Right now. Let's go. I agree. Your horses are at the entrance. Should there still be a battle going on, I'm sure that your comrades could use the help. <laughs> I walk out the door. I don't know yeah, what you guys are doing. Marcus is um, out. <laughs> I'll just fall. I'll just like, like a wander there. I'm still looking sleepy as hell. Okay. I'm going to go up to uh, uh, Maltheus and just ask him, uh, excuse me, sir. But did Fandral actually uh, ask you to give uh, us the the ring that was meant for us? Uh, no, but I did ask Fandral to give you the ring. He didn't ask me. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little it's a little uh, early for me. I guess is it? <laughs> he kind of cocks an eyebrow at you and says, "Yes, he was intended to give you the ring. Did he? He did. Yes, he gave me then, a ring. <laughs> should you wish to use it, I would suggest being on your way." Fair enough. I am outside the door on my horse, and I'm making my horse pace because I'm so uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so as you exit uh, Bartholomew, you can see that most of your companions are halfway across Maybell Field right now, with the exception of Caitlin, who has already made it all the way across and is astride her horse, uh, pacing furiously, which you've never seen a horse pace like a tiefling before. It's, it's quite an odd sight to behold. You can see that some of the stress that is... Um, oozing from Caitlyn's being has affected her animal a little bit. And actually, Caitlyn, I'm going to need you to go ahead and make an animal handling check. Okay, great. My specialty. Yep. <laughs> uh, where is it? Uh, 19. 19. Hey. So your horse, which is getting uh, more and more stressed as you continue to pace it around, as, as the rest of your companions arrive and they uh, get atop their mounts, you can feel your horse begin to panic. And with a, a nice brush on its mane, you are able to calm it down, though you do continue pacing. <laughs> and finally it's okay it's okay Winstrom we, we just need to wait just a couple more seconds they'll be here uh, hopefully soon horse doesn't really respond to the name that you've given it but uh, hopefully should the horse survive it, it will in the future <laughs> I somehow walk out and in my tired state I managed to choose the smallest horse for my massive frame and as I sit on it it's, it kind of makes it, it kind of makes it sound sort of like a mix between a horse and a very a strained chair. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, yes, honor, glory, gork. Okay. Uh, so as Bartholomew, as as you arrive uh, on your horse, mm -hmm. you do manage to get on top of it with the rest of your group. And uh, assuming there's not anything else you wanted to do, uh, you head out towards Fort Dreyfus. Yeah, the only thing I want to say is... Caitlin, you, you, you look a bit flustered, and I understand that we're late, but being flustered is not going to make us any earlier. <laughs> well, you know, even so, at least in my upbringing, uh, you can be fashionably late, but it's better not to be super late, and my mother would spank me if we didn't get out the door on time, so this is just some really inbred character development. We need to leave. <laughs> that, that's, that's fair. <laughs> we do need to leave, but... I wince at the I wince at the word mother, but no one notices. <laughs> no, no one, uh, no one hears your mother, and uh, the only one responsible for yourself is yourself. So, let's just go on our way, and we will be great. 
I guess that's fair. I just... Eh. Okay. I'll follow. Let's just go. Okay, what is your march order? Or your party ride order? I'm squishy, so I kind of want to be in the middle. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll take um, second position, but Marcus, can I see the ring? Uh, yes, of course. I'll uh, ride up next to him and pop the ring off. I suppose I can lead the the, uh, the, the order here. Okay, so we got Marcus followed by Uther followed by Caitlin, who's riding fourth and who's riding fifth I'll between be, Bartholomew I'll be, and Gork. I'll be right in the middle, number four. That was a funny joke. You can take an inspiration die, even though nobody else will get that. It's Gork, you're taking up the rear. Yes, I am. Slowly and surely. Don't call yeah, me Shirley. Great, great party decisions here. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. I'm going <clears> to... <throat> Sorry, I'm going to do the same thing I did yesterday where I did an arcana check to see if I can find where all the rings are converging. Um, Okay, go ahead and give me the arcana check. Okay, that's going to be an eight. So you can feel the same presence from the ring that you were before. Um, that very strong sense of arcane magic um, that let you know that it was a high-level spellcaster that did create the enchantment. You can sense that all 10 connections are still there, that being the nine to the other rings and then the one to the whatever it was that you couldn't get a direction for. But it seems that it was only the proximity that was giving you that feeling of connection. And you really can't tell where any of them are at this point. I'm going to hand it back to, uh... gosh, I forgot your name already. Marcus. <laughs> Marcus. 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 Just imagine me being like a Brooklyn guy. Marcus! <laughs> hey, Marcus! Hey, Marcus! Hey, Marcus! Guns, guns, guns! Uh, <laughs> guns, guns, guns! That's Marcus, joke. <laughs> Marcus uh, takes the ring, uh, puts it back on his ring finger, and urges his, uh, his horse to giddy up. Okay, so as you begin riding, you are aware that Fort Dreyfus is probably four to five hours to your southwest. So that is the direction you begin to head. Um, at this time, I'm gonna have everybody give me a d20 one at a time, no modifiers, just to see for random encounters. Um, so starting with Marcus in the lead, go ahead and just give me a straight d20 roll. Uh, straight d20, 14. 14, all right, Uther. Uther rolls 16. Caitlin. 14. Bartholomew. 10. And Gork. Gork rolls an 18. Excellent. Nice. Uh, so Bartholomew, I just want you to be aware that when I wrote your name down, I definitely wrote it as Bartholu. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate name. It's yours now. That's my southern name. <laughs> Bartholu. <laughs> Bartholu, will you get in here? <laughs> nah, mom, I'm going catfish noodling. Definitely cut that from the final edit. <laughs> no, it's staying. Damn it. Catfish noodling. Okay, so uh, without explaining what catfish noodling is, um, you all make your way along the road, and you know that uh, most of the, your journey is going to be taking place on a road until you get to the edge of the forest where Fort Dreyfus is held. Um, that's going to be probably the last half hour, 45 minutes of your journey, but the rest of it is going to be relatively easy on horseback. Um, as you leave uh, the forest area surrounding Zephyr, where the trees were kind of interwoven into everything around you. Um, you end up in a, a long stretch of plains, um, some hills, and your journey is, for the most part, uneventful. It's not until about four hours in that you notice something amiss. Um, Marcus, go ahead and give me a perception check, please, since you are at the front uh, of the group. Ready? Ba -ba -ba. 
15. 15. So as you're heading the group, uh, your horse in, uh, not not quite a trot, but you don't want to be having your horse run full out for, you know, six yeah. straight hours. Yeah. Uh, you do notice something uh, at the edge of your vision. At this point, you're probably still half a mile out. Um, you can't quite make the shape, but you can tell that there is one large structure off to the side of the road, and you can see several individuals moving about it. And, and from based on what we know, can I assume that this is probably the fort? Um, absolutely not. You are still no. a good hour and a half away from the fort. Uh, you haven't even entered okay. the forest surrounding it Oh, yet. okay, okay. Um, um, when I say large structure, I mean think mm -hmm. akin to a larger rock, not so big as a fort. Uh, okay. Uh, friends, I see some activity uh, up ahead. Not quite what we're looking for, but there's something going on. Perhaps we've overslept too long and they've already completed their mission and they're on their way back. God, I really could have used that gold. I need it. Well, let's not count our, you know, chicken eggs yet. But there are so many groups. Someone probably already got it. I mean, they haven't made it back yet. That's true. And we didn't really pass them on the path yet. Maybe they took another way. They could all be dead. Who knows? <laughs> oh, that's true. Shit. There's that cheery optimism we all love from Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Who knows? They could all be dead. Uh, after Gork gets in, uh, after Gork gets involved, I'm sure they will be. <laughs> oh, ah, yes, Gork would be <laughs> the killing power. Ah. <laughs> and uh, Scott, this is this the this thing that I'm seeing is uh, like on our way, right? Yes. So we're just gonna Quite. okay, cool. All right, well, let's proceed forward, and uh, we'll figure it out when we get there. Okay, as you make your way closer and closer, um, the image itself comes into a, a bit of a clearer picture. Marcus, you're still the first to see this. Uh, the object that you saw is not, in fact, a large rock, but rather a wagon. Uh, it has a rather fancy tarp over it, and it's uh, currently on its side, on the side of the road. Uh, as you get closer, starting at about 80 feet out, you can see that the tracks that were made by the wagon appear to skid off of the road. Um, the horses that were pulling it at one point are nowhere to be found. What you do see, however, is that there is a trail of blood leading away from where you are. And as you pull your horses to a stop, uh, you look out and you can see the several figures that you saw before were not human like you once thought. Um, you can see several larger forms, about as tall as Gork himself. Uh, they are green-skinned, they are wearing various stages of armor, and you can see two smaller creatures rummaging around. You can hear something inside the wagon itself, but you can see two creatures rummaging around the front. Um, the larger creatures, Caitlin, you immediately recognize as orcs, as do most of you. They're rather common in this area. Um, but Caitlin, you recognize the others as goblins, which many of you have not had encounters with before. Oh, wonderful goblin. So, my favorite. You are currently about, I'd say, 60, 65 feet away from this wagon. Um, the four orc orcish creatures are standing two, I'd say, 10 feet east of the wagon itself, putting you at about 50 feet away from them in total. So, you have six enemies on the field. The five of you are still atop your horses, and everybody roll initiative. Oh, shit. Okay, 25 to 20. 20. Gork has 20. All right. Uh, between Gork and Bartholomew, who wants to go first? I'll <clears throat> I'll, I'll go first. Trust me, Gork. <laughs> All right. 20 to 15. 
Excellent. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> We're all fucked. Silence. <laughs> what is this wee shit you got going on here? <laughs> you know what? We're a team now. Teamwork makes the dream work. Gork, that was a lot of big words for you. <laughs> Gork's head hurts. I taught him that last night. Gork hates studying. No wonder he overslept. He had to learn guys, words. I just imagine you guys sitting at the table and you're like, okay, ready? Teamwork. Dream. Gork. Gork makes the gork work. Gork, 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 gork. Governor Gorgorua, and then he pulls the sword out. <laughs> Again, uh, all right. so, You'll get it soon, big boy. Fifteen to ten. Wow. Oh, uh, sorry. Tough. I'm ten. I'm ten. Oh. I'm ten. You, were, you guys are scaring me a little bit. Sorry. Yep. Ten. Uh, me. And then ten to I five. Nine. Ocho. Marcus. And then Uther um, bringing up the yep. rear. Okay, so at the top of the round, keeping in mind there are at least six targets. Um, Bartholomew, yeah, top of the round. <laughs> so, I mean, how far away are they uh, from where we're at? The orcs themselves are all roughly fifty feet from you. Okay, um, because this encounter, uh, this encounter does not have a map associated with it. The others will. Um, yeah, the. Orcs themselves are about 50 feet from you. The wagon is 65 feet, and the goblins are around the wagon area. Okay. Um, what I would like to do is I would like to uh, move up. Actually, I'd like to get off my horse. How, how, what, what does that take to do that? In... Uh, we're going to call that a bonus action. We're going to call that a bonus action? Oh. Yeah, and then, that's for all of you. Then I'm... Then I'm not gonna get off my horse <laughs> okay i'm gonna move up a little uh, about about 15 feet on my horse then okay uh and i would like to cast a uh, minor illusion um as far as i can cast it which is 30 feet not exactly in the direction uh where we are like coming from but kind of somewhere off to the side and i want it to be a um it's gonna end up being like the, a picture of a um of like a female orc. Oh god! <laughs> and, and that's that's all. It's, it's gonna be, and it's gonna, and it's just going to be. Um, can it do anything? It must be knowledge of five feet. Can't do any other sensory physical interaction. Really short orc. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna, it is gonna have to be a pretty short orc. That's that's totally fine. Um, yeah. So it'll be a it'll be a short uh, orc, but it'll be an orc female, and it's going to be like in a in a kind of sensual pose. <laughs> <laughs> and then um what bend over <laughs> no not like that i i as you summon it i get a little hot under the collar <laughs> oh, right. all right then. Oh. Well, then, then mission accomplished um God. Oh, gosh. and then as a bonus action uh i'm going to give gork a bit of bardic inspiration and what are you doing oh. to inspire <laughs> yes, um, I'm going to tell Gork, Gork, your sword, it is gleaming just like you. Go in there and defeat them all. <laughs> oh! All right, excellent. Rock, <laughs> we'll kill them all. Ah, uh, it doesn't take much to motivate. All right, Bartholomew, is that the end of your turn? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, Gork, it is your turn. What you are seeing in front of you is about 15 feet ahead of you. There is Bartholomew sitting on his horse. Uh, 30 feet ahead of that, there's this really pretty, really short female orc. 
Oh, uh, no. And then beyond really that, sure. you can see probably 20 feet past that are, let's see, 15, 30, no, maybe 10 feet past that, um, you can see four other orcs who are looking at both you and the female orc, and they, they look rather ready to fight. Well, I gave myself a little bit of a, a chance there, but no, no chance. I go, I get off my horse, and I go straight for that female orc. Excellent. <laughs> and dive right through it, probably. Okay, so um, if you get off of your horse, what is your movement speed, Gork? That'd be 30 feet. 30 feet. So you, with a single movement, can't get all the way to the female orc. If the female orc is 30 okay. feet Thank away, God. you've got 45 feet to get to the female orc. <laughs> there we go. Then I get 30 feet, and I'm like right there. I'm going for it. <laughs> I get, yeah, 15 feet away, I guess, is the way to do it. Nope, yeah, I get 15 feet away, basically. Okay, so you're and, 15 feet away. Yes. At that point, I guess we'll consider me oogled, because I don't think I can do... <laughs> I don't think I'm focusing on the enemies anymore. Um, as a reminder, you are able to use your bonus action to dash. Well, I had to use my bonus action to get off the <laughs> I'm horse. I'm sorry, your, your action to dash. My action to dash, that's yeah. true. Then I guess I'll use my action to dash as the dumb orc that I am and go straight for <laughs> illusory orc. Okay, so you make your way straight towards the female orc, um, and as you run forward, uh, your dash action will get you straight for it. You go to wrap your arms around this female orc, and you run right through her. Mm-hmm. And you are, you are now aware that orc. this, this uh, orc is unfortunately an illusion. Warlockery! <laughs> <laughs> That's another big word. Warlockery oh. abounds. <laughs> Gork brain hard. So Gork, I believe with the bonus action, your action, and your movement, that is the end of your turn. Indeed. Oh, dear Gork. <laughs> Excellent. So because the rest of you uh, rolled so poorly, it's their turn. Yay! Um, so Yay. first up is actually going to be the goblins. Uh, the first one <clears throat> doesn't seem to pay your group any mind and is actually going to continue rummaging at the front of the wagon area. Uh, the second one, on the other hand, does see uh, you, Bartholomew, in his sights. Um, you can see that Excellent. this particular goblin is holding a short bow and is going to go ahead and fire an arrow at you. Oh, so, right. Bartholomew, what is your armor class? It is a strong 14. A strong 14? Well, my nice solid 11 will not hit that. Thank goodness. <laughs> so you watch as the goblin takes his short bow, pulls back, and uh, as he begins to aim at you, you see him look sidelong as Gork charges his way through the female orc. Uh, the goblin, distracted, loses the arrow slightly to the left, and you can see it fly by you. Uh, you take no damage. Excellent. Next up are the orcs. <laughs> Even better. Even better. So, unfortunately for you, Bartholomew, because Gork interacted with the illusion, everybody is now aware that it is an illusion. So the Sad four day. orcs, yeah, the four orcs are actually all going to uh, make their way towards you. Let's see. Their movement speed is 30 feet. You are 45 feet. I said they're 50 feet. You moved up 15. That puts them 35 feet away from you. Uh, is that what you're thinking as well? Yeah. Okay, so they're 35 and, feet away And Gork from should be closer. <laughs> Gork is closer in a different direction. Right. I'm off to the side now. So let's see here. Uh, I'm going to roll a couple of dice to see which way the orcs go. Okay, so I've got good news and bad news. <laughs> uh, the oh, good no. news is none of them are going for you, Gork. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, that means the bad news is they're all going for you, Bartholomew. Oh, Excellent. No. Uh, it was an even odd roll. I rolled four evens in a row. <laughs> oh, gosh. Math. Yeah, math is great. 
especially for Gork. So ah. uh, the first two are going to go ahead and charge at you with their axes. Um, they can make their way 30 feet closer, which puts them about five feet out. Uh, and then they're going to use their aggressive trait to use their bonus action to move up to its speed towards a hostile creature that they can see. So the first two are going to go ahead and do axe attacks on you. Uh, so the first hit is a non-natural 20. Great. At least it's non-natural. And then the second hmm. hit is my cat is yelling at me again. <laughs> uh, the second hit is a 16. I believe both of those will hit. Yeah, they both will hit. So, Bartholomew, you take a grand total of six points of slashing damage. Great. Spicy. Meanwhile. Painful. Yeah. Meanwhile, the other two are going to get in range and then throw javelins at you. Throw javelins at me? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, so really the third like roll it. to hit uh, is going to be a miss. So that's a that's a 13 to hit. I believe you said your armor class was 14. 14, yeah. And then the final one, oh, excellent. That's my favorite thing. Oh, you're in for a world of hurt, Bartholomew. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. So you watch as the third one takes out its javelin. It readies it, and it throws it at you just as one of the other orcs is swinging its axe. While the axe connects, the javelin does not, as the orc was kind of mindful of its, its buddy there. Uh, the other one pulls back the javelin, aims down with its thumb, and with a roar, looses it straight at you. And then... You take zero points of damage as the orc that hit you with the axe takes six. The <laughs> 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 natural one means that the javelin does hit his friend right in the back. Brutal. All right, so that's all four of them have gone. Congratulations, you're still standing. Caitlin, it's now. your turn. All right. Uh, can, I, can I do a, a free action to say something? Go ahead. That out or, or do it? Okay, I wasn't sure if I have to wait till my turn or not. We can we'll, um, figure it out. Okay, cool. Um, and I want to wait before Caitlin's turn because I wanted to, at some point during when this is all is happening, uh, when they're charging at us, probably. Um, Marcus will look to Caitlin and be like, "Can you make that noise again from last night?" Oh, uh, I could. So uh, I guess I will. Uh, oh shit! Now I don't know what I want to do, because that could be good. Um, I guess I'll do. Well, shit. <laughs> I'm going to save that for next turn because I, I have an idea for this one. Um, I'm going to do Vicious Mockery to Ooh. the orc that just stabbed the shit out of his friend. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to say to him, oh, you're worse than the worst raptor claw. You have no aim and you completely missed. Okay. And it's a uh, wisdom 12 saving throw. Wisdom 12 saving throw. He rolled a natural one. That's a fail. <laughs> <laughs> As all unsaved right. as true, possible. It's all true. <laughs> he just starts crying. Oh, God. Uh, he takes a D4 of damage, so that's three uh, damage, plus he has a disadvantage on his next attack roll. Okay, so he takes three points of damage, disadvantage on his next attack roll. So you get the impression that um, the orc doesn't really understand the type of creature that you're talking about, but it understands miss and terrible, uh, and it looks at its friend with the javelin sticking out of his back, and he, he just feels very upset with himself, you know, really reconsidering the choices he made in his life that led to this moment, thinking, man, if only I hadn't slept through that javelin throwing class, I might not have done that. Uh, so he's feeling very, very unsure of himself right now. Uh, Caitlin. Oh, I feel you, buddy. Caitlin, yes. is that the end of your turn? Uh, yes, that was my action. Wait, actually, I'm going to I'm gonna go forward a little bit on my horse. How far? Uh, let's do like 10 feet. 
Okay, got it. Uh, Marcus. Uh, all right. Um, so I will use my horse. I want to charge at the two going on, um, going on Bartholomew, and try to just like as I go by, like rapier, uh, one that um, that's kind of out of the way. Okay. Are you proficient in, in any way, based on your background or feats or whatever, with mounted combat? Probably not. So mounted combat is a little bit difficult. I'll tell you this now, so if you want to change what you do, that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. uh, in mm -hmm. the future, uh, I know there are specific rules on this, but the way I tend to play it is if, if you don't mm -hmm. have that skill, and I know there is a feat associated with it, but uh, you're just going to be at disadvantage for your attack rolls. Okay. Um, I'll probably uh, ride up far enough to kind of like alley-oop off my horse and then like cartwheel and stab a guy. Okay, cartwheel um, go and ahead and give guy. me an acrobatics check. All right, that's a little more up my alley here. We'll see if it goes. <laughs> nope, nope, that's a nine. That's a nine. So uh, as you begin to decide what you're going to do, you start to urge your horse forward towards the orcs themselves. Now these horses are, I mean, they were trained by military personnel, so they're com they're not unfamiliar to combat, though they are unfamiliar with Gork's weight. Um, <laughs> and as you start to charge forward, the horse spurred on by your actions is not afraid as it makes its way forward. But you, on the other hand, are still kind of deciding what you want to do, and you simultaneously start to slip off your horse and pull your weapon at the same time. <laughs> um, so you manage not to impale yourself, which is the good news. Success. The bad news is as you do your very skillful roll forward, your weapon goes flying out of your hand. Um, it's not far away from you. It's only about five feet in front of you, but you are going to have to pick it up before you can attack. Okay. Um, let's see. How far away are they from me? Um, let's see. You were moving close to for a melee strike. You dove a little early. You're about maybe maybe five feet from the nearest one that's on Bartholomew. Your sword is sitting a couple feet in front of you. Keep in mind that your bonus action, which would not have been spent had you got a good acrobatics roll, was spent mm -hmm. dismounting. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. I'll go rush to grab my sword and run in there. Okay, so you do manage to grab your sword. Uh, however, that which would normally have taken your bonus action, so just keep in mind, if you want to change this, you can. Okay. Um, it would be your action to retrieve your weapon, okay. since that's what you have left, which means you won't be able to attack this round. All right, I'll do it. Okay, uh, and finally, taking up the rear, we have Uther. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to take aim to the nearest enemy, uh, Jesse. Because I forgot your character name. Okay, so you're gonna go ahead and aim at Bartholomew. <laughs> not, uh, not at Jesse, <laughs> but the nearest enemy. Okay. And um, I'm gonna use. You've got use two. You've fireball. got one that has a javelin in its back and one that does not. The one that does not. Okay. I'm gonna use firebolt. Firebolt. Okay, go ahead and roll the hit. Seventeen. That will hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. That'll be a, a one. Well, let me ask you really <laughs> quick. Um, did you dismount before firing? I did not. Okay, so the same thing will apply to you then. Oh, Casting I see. spells from That's a right. stride will mean you can either dismount or you can roll your attack at disadvantage. In this case, I'm going to dismount. Okay, so you dismount your horse, mm -hmm. you take aim at the, the nearest orc that's uh, on, on Bartholomew that is currently in melee with him, and you... Uh, 
feel the, the arcane magics that you are so used to now build up inside of you. And as you go to release them, you do unleash the firebolt and you see the bolt of energy that builds up, spread from your palm and shoot towards your target and connects. And you're so proud of yourself that you don't realize for a moment that he barely seems singed. Like, what the? Huh. Elvin, word is that? <laughs> <laughs> you had too many croissants, nice. my friend. Croissant. <laughs> okay. You can't have so... too many croissants. Uther, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yes, that'll be at the end of my turn. As I okay, put them off. Then top of the order, Bartholomew. Uh, I am going to use my action to disengage. That is an excellent idea. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> and I'm going to move as far as I could go uh, close to the ranks of my other fellow friends. <laughs> okay, so as far as your ranks of fellow friends are concerned, you have one that's uh, 30 feet to your right, um, being very sad that there was no female orc. Oh! <laughs> um, you have one about five feet behind you who just kind of tumbled off of his horse. Okay. Uh, you have one about five feet behind you in the other direction who just shouted an insult. And then you've got one 15 feet behind you that just shot a fireball. So which group did you want to be near? Yeah, I want to go near Uther, probably behind him. Okay, so you use your action to disengage and you yeah. go ahead and move the 15 feet back. I believe you were still mounted because you I used was. my illusion. So you're easily able to make that. Um, the orcs, which normally would have taken a swing at you, are currently berating their friend who stuck a javelin in one of them. <laughs> uh, they don't really notice your retreat. Um, so you are now back next to Uther, still mounted. Okay, uh, then what I'm going to do is... Will my healing word be uh, affected in any way because I mounted, or is it kind of no, like since no, it's not on like myself? That. Yeah, that's I... mostly that's mostly even if you're going against other people, since that doesn't really it's it's rolls that were uh, I'm sorry actions that require an attack roll. Gotcha. Okay, then in that case, I'm going to use a, a spell of healing word on myself as a bonus action and recover. Hey, look at that! Two plus four is six. Excellent. Okay, so you go ahead and recover with your bonus action. You've used your action to disengage. Did you want to do anything else this turn? Nope, I think that's everything I can do. Okay, next up is Gork. You are now very angry the orc lady isn't there. <laughs> okay, real quick. How, so just to clarify, how far away was my imaginary orc lady from this now group of orcs? About 30 feet away from where Bartholomew was. So you are 30 feet away from... You're 25 feet away from the two javelin throwers, 30 feet away from the two axe users, and probably Perfect. 40 feet away from the goblins. Perfect. Gork is enraged by his <laughs> by his hormones and lack of, you know, outcome, I guess. Uh, I, <laughs> as a bonus action, I use my rage to okay, rage. so Gork goes into a rage. A rage. And I move 30 feet to our, um, our orc friend you can't see me air quoting uh, mm -hmm. uh with the uh spear or javelin rather lodged in his back excellent and i'm going to make a great sword attack against this man in my rage ahead, in your rage go ahead and roll the hit that's gonna be a seven a seven <laughs> did not hit. so you walk forward and you have did you say a great sword or a, a great, great sword a great sword so as you run forward with ha 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 in your hand 
<laughs> pure in rage, and, and the rest of you watch, and you've heard tales of a barbarian's reserve of anger, but had never really seen them in person. You watch as Gork's usually unfocused eyes lock with the back of the enemy that has the javelin sticking in them. You hear him bellow a shout, not his normal sword name, but rather a roar of defiance as he begins to enter his rage. And as he runs forward, he takes his axe, he swings it downward, and he cleaves in half the javelin that was in the back of the orc. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. God damn it. Uh, we'll say for the sake of things that... Um, just because of that narration, that orc will take one point of damage from the nice. javelin being loosed from his back. But other than that, you did unfortunately miss. Tragedy and anarchy. Uh, so <laughs> that is your bonus action, your movement, and your action. I believe your turn is over unless that there's something true. else you wanted to do. Good job. Excellent. So Uses. now it's their turn again. <laughs> I don't know. He did the same amount of damage you did, Uther. Ha! Ha! <laughs> flip you off. <laughs> you flip the DM off? <laughs> Uh, okay, so the first goblin um, is still appearing to be engrossed in his looting of this particular wagon. Um, the second one, however, is going to continue his bow attack. However, his target is no longer going to be you, Bartholomew. Oh, thank God. He is <laughs> going to, with that roll, he's going to go after you, Marcus. Well met. So, Marcus, what is your armor class? My armor class would be 16. 16! So the goblin pulls back his bow once more. He goes to fire, and right as he does so, Gork enters the fray, going straight at one of the orcs, and the goblin unfortunately once again misses his shot as his arrow goes wide right this time, dealing you no damage. Ah! <laughs> Gork! Gork! <laughs> All right, so next up are the orcs themselves. So number one, uh, which is the one that has the javelin in his back, is going to go ahead and turn to face you. Gork. Ah. Gork, what's your armor class? I know, you have a sword. That is uh, 13. Swords don't help. 13. So, with a 13, the first orc will in fact hit you with his axe. So he reels back, and he slams downward, and he does connect with the right side of your shoulder. It digs in, not as painfully as you would have imagined, probably because you're in a rage. And you take a whopping seven points of slashing damage, which is halved to three. Nice. The second orc see, is going to go ahead and attack Marcus, because that's yeah. who's in front of him. Marcus, he closes with you with his axe. What is your armor class? Uh, 16 armor class. Excellent. So he reels back with his axe, and he goes to drop it right on your head, and you dodge nimbly out of the way. As the axe yeah. careens into the ground, you bent down to pick up your sword right as he swung. And as you uh, rise up again, um, your rapier in hand, you see the axe blade that almost cleaved you in twain sitting in the <laughs> ground next to you. Ha-ha! <laughs> Ha-ha, indeed. So, number three and number four are going to continue their javelin onslaught. So, Jesse, if you move 15 feet backward, you are now both 20 feet away from these orcs that are javelin throwers, because they were five feet behind, which does put you in range of the javelins. Gotcha. So, one of the javelins is going to go for you, and the other is going to go for Uther. Oh, yay. So, first the one against you. Bartholomew. So he reels back and he does throw the javelin and unfortunately his aim is a little bit off as it lands in front of your horse who is not spooked thankfully. The second one however which goes after Uther Uther what's your armor class? 14. 
14. He reels back with his javelin. He makes another excellent throw, and the javelin flies past, narrowly missing your, the side of your head. Oof. Did you get a haircut? I've seen better aim by children. <laughs> uh, I think my dice heard that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't say that to the dice. <laughs> my, my, my dice get angry if you insult them. Keep insulting. Uh, okay. My dice motions. What okay. is that, a one-sided That's... dice? Dice? Boy, I hope you kill them this turn. Uh. Boy. Okay, that's the end of their turn. Caitlin, you're up. All right, I'm going to uh, ride forward. Um, so it's the, the three orcs are kind of together, correct? The four orcs are four, sorry. together. Oh, God. And, yes. and the goblins in the back? The goblins are in the back, and only one of them is paying attention. Okay, I'm going to ride to the goblins, because I do not want to get mixed up with four orcs. I'm too squishy. <laughs> so I'm going to take my horse, ride to the goblin, uh, jump off, and make an attack. Okay, so let me take a look here. With your horse, you will easily be able to make your way over to the goblin. I assume you're going for the one that is currently shooting? Yes. Okay, so you can make there, even at a slow pace, your, your horse would be able to make that distance, no problem. Uh, if you're going to get off, are you getting off in a, in, a, in a flashy fashion or just normally? Uh, a little bit of flash. I feel like my uh, jump off the horse would be like with an exuberant leg kick. Okay, <laughs> go ahead and give me an acrobatics check. Okay. Uh, where's my acrobatics? 16. 16. So as you leap off of your horse, you duck into a, a nice skilled roll and come up facing the goblin with his short bow, who's looking both surprised and odd. So go <laughs> ahead and make your attack roll. I attack with my short sword. Uh, does a 11 hit? Unfortunately, an 11 does not. But Shoot. he was so in awe by your attack that I'm going to go ahead and let you roll that at advantage. Uh, does a... A 19 hit. A 19 will hit. <laughs> Wonderful. Now that's right. some damage. He's hit some damage. Uh, seven damage. Seven mm. points of damage. So you leap off of your horse. You pull your, what are you using? A short, short sword. sword. You pull out your short sword and you go ahead and hack straight into this goblin. Now you watch as your sword carves right through its bow and right into its neck. Uh, the goblin gasps and uh, grabs at its neck as the blood starts to pour out and then drops to the ground quite dead. Yes. Um, and I'm assuming jumping off the horse was my bonus action, correct? Correct. Dang it. I was going to make a second attack. All right. Well, that's all I can do then. Okay. Yeah. So I believe that's the end of your turn then, Caitlin? Yes. Marcus. All right. Um, am I within attack range of both orcs of uh, the melee variety? Let me see. Um, no, not quite. You're in range of the one that closed the five feet to get to you. You'd have to either disengage or risk an attack of opportunity to get to the second one who is closed with cork. All right. Um, I will, uh, let's see here. See, disengage is a full action. Unless you are a specific class, which I, okay. uh, you actually might be. You're a rogue, are you not? I am indeed. I don't see anything like that on my character sheet, though. I believe that will come at later levels. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, in which case, I will j fight an orc in front of me, then. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Attacking okay. the orc. Okay, go ahead and roll the hit. Okay. 
At least it's a good number. I got a uh, 23. 23. Well, that will definitely hit. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and roll damage. All right. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. Eh, five. Five points of damage. Well, the orc certainly felt that. Um, so you go ahead and you take your... You were using a rapier as well, I believe, correct? Yes, a rapier, yep. Yeah. So you take your rapier and you stab it into the orc's arm right at the joint. And you can feel it's gotten a solid hit on it. But orcs are a little bit more muscle-bound than your uh, normal everyday bandit. And uh, he still seems to be quite hardy. All right. Is that the end of your turn, Marcus? I believe so, yes. Okay, Uther, you are up. <laughs> All right. I turn to the orc that just got attacked, and it said, "Okay, bite on this." <laughs> I do another firebolt. Fire okay, bolt. go ahead and roll the hit with your firebolt. My firebolt. That's gonna um, be an eleven. An eleven, unfortunately, is not enough to hit. Uh, so you do unleash a second firebolt, and you can see that this one was probably a lot stronger than the first one. Unfortunately, it does hit the ground in front of the orc itself, as you are uh, uh, you are uh, not mounted as you once were, and your aim was a little bit low. Mm. Um, so no damage dealt. Is that the end of your turn, Uther? Uh, yep. And I'm okay, just swearing. Top of the round. <laughs> Left and right. <laughs> Excellent. Top of the round, Tholomew. Uther. <laughs> Uther, this is why you don't have four meads. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am going to uh, look at the orc that uh, that Marcus hit. <laughs> I yeah. just want to say Marcus all the time. Marcus, Marcus. <laughs> uh, and <clears throat> and I'm going to cast vicious mockery at him, and <laughs> yes, and tell him. Um, I don't speak orcish, but that's okay. He doesn't even understand it. Um, and tell him that uh, uh, if he keeps missing with those throws, he should just kill himself. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Harsh. Okay. Jeez. What's my DC? Uh, uh, DC wisdom save 14. I didn't know this was 14. Xbox Live. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Um, yeah, he failed that. <laughs> nice. Nice. And he'll take... Oh, nice. Top of the die. Uh, four points of psychic damage. Okay. And, and disadvantage. disadvantage. Yep. Okay. That is right so now, noted. Bartholomew is Marcus's favorite. And <laughs> and to be even more favorite, uh, I'm going to give as my bonus action. I'm going to give you Marcus a, a, some bardic inspiration, and say to you, if he doesn't kill himself, could you kindly kill him for himself? <laughs> Rude. Marcus is gonna turn back to you and kind of give like one of those smiles, and like the light's gonna catch his teeth, like, and it's gonna. Glint, and like... <laughs> Excellent. That was good. All right, Bartholomew's at the end of your turn. That is the end of my turn. All right, Gork, it's your turn. All right, everything's happened, all this kind of stuff. It's just going around. Gork is enraged. He hasn't seen any of this. He's angry. He's going to go for another attack against the Orchid front of me. And all right, well, then I'm going to spend a Bardic Inspiration to add to my attack roll because it would be an 11 otherwise. And that's a six on that Bardic Inspiration. So that's a uh, 17 to hit. A 17 <laughs> will hit. Go oh, ahead yes. Damage. That all makes right, you so happy. 2d6 <laughs> plus three. Oh, God. Great sword, man. 13 damage. 13 oh, points of damage. Oh. So this work that you have Actually, wait, wait, combat. wait. Sorry. Sorry. It's 15 points of damage because it's plus two from rage. All right. 
All right. So, uh, well, in that case, that made all the difference. Uh, it ah. went from negative six to negative eight. <laughs> um, he's extra dead. He's super extra dead. So as Mega you peel dead. back with your greatsword, um, you look at where um, the javelin is sticking out of his back. You look the orc in the eye. You give a grin, a little growl, and then you drive your sword straight through his, ter- his sternum. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> And as you drive the sword through a sternum, you lock eyes with the orc and you just growl some more and you watch as the hatred in your opponent's eye slowly dies out as you release the sword handle or you release the body and the, it drops to the floor. Quite dead. There you go. Right, is that the end of your turn, bro? That's yes. my turn. <laughs> All right, cool. Actually, but, sorry. Uh, I'll move up to the other one closest to Marcus and then it'll be my turn. <laughs> okay, so you will move up to the one closest to Marcus. Um, so mm. noted. That's going to be good for Marcus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so at the end of your turn, Gork, it is now the goblin's turn. Uh, with the screech of death from its friend, the goblin that was inside of the wagon takes notice and <laughs> does come outside and goes towards its nearest target, which is Caitlin. Yo. <laughs> Caitlin. What's Yo, your good class? sir. Uh, it's 14. 14. Okay, so the goblin will go ahead and attack you with the scimitar. The 18 will hit you. Shit. Uh, remember, could- you irritated my dice. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, Caitlin, you take six points of slashing damage oh as the God. goblin kind of drops on top of you from the wagon itself. I'm so squishy, guys. Help. I, I, I can imagine, like, Caitlin, like, going out there and being like, oh, I'm going to kill this goblin. I got it. Yeah, I got it. And then the other one's like, scream. <laughs> and then I'm like, fuck. Like, oh, fuck. I don't, <laughs> I don't got it. Okay. Excellent. So at that turn, it's the orc's turn. So we have three orcs. So the first one that's going to go is going to be the one that's on Marcus, rolling at disadvantage. Uh, so Marcus, the roll against you will be a 17 to hit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Pissed off the dice, man. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. I'm I didn't sorry. say anything. I'm like sorry. <laughs> Marcus, you take five points of slashing damage. Ugh. All right, uh, number three and number four, who are the ones with the javelins? Uh, let's see who they target. Well, well, one of them is definitely going to target the one who hit him. Yeah, it looks like there's going to be one on Bartholomew and one on Uther again. Oh, yay. Okay, so first the one on Bartholomew. That is a natural 20. <laughs> oh, yay. Yeah, pissed off the dice, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck you guys. I didn't piss sorry. off the dice. You all did. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Who, I did nothing. Who, just, who just did Vicious Mockery? Uh, we both did. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh. Oh. Ooh. How many hit points you have left, buddy? Well, I'm at full, which is 10, so. Excellent. You take 13 points of piercing oh. damage. Good God. Jeez. It's a crit. Someone's incapacitated. Crit happens, guys. Oh, God. Uh, So, Bartholomew, uh, as your health is reduced to zero, as the javelin does hit you right in the chest, uh, you fall off of your horse unconscious. Don't take any additional damage. Nothing like that. That's going to be his turn. And now the one against Uther. Oh, great. Uther, that is an 18 to hit. 18. Okay, yep, that hits. Okay, Uther. Wow. Yeah, you also pissed off the dice. Uther, you take seven points of piercing damage. I curse you as I fall unconscious. You're unconscious as well. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay, so you have two unconscious individuals in the back, and oh, that is the end of the enemy's turn. Caitlin, you're up. God, I'm the squishy one, and you guys are going down. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, 
where did, how did the goblin hit me? Did he slash me with a sword? He did. He is currently right in front of you. He is wielding a scimitar. I look down at my shirt where he slashed, and I'm like, shirt ripper! <laughs> <laughs> I go by there. Wow. And then I slash at him, does a 16 hit. A 16 will hit. Wonderful. All right, and, uh, ooh, yes, nine damage. Nine points mm. of damage. So you look down at your shirt in front of you and at the rip that he made, and you were like, this was like my third favorite outfit. <laughs> <laughs> so you take your short sword and going at the goblin with a scream of shirt splitter or shirt ripper. Which one was it? Shirt ripper. Shirt ripper. You take your sword and you get a nice just graze right across his chest or what you thought was a graze. But as the blood wells up, he looks down at his chest, screeches at you, raises his scimitar and drops it <laughs> as the blood loss gets to him. And he also falls over dead. Okay, as a bonus action, I, uh, okay, goblin, let me think. What do I want? Uh, can I take one of its teeth? Oh, and, God. Whoa. God. As a bonus action? Yes. I'm gonna say no. Getting one of its, well, no, because you hit it in the chest with the swords. None of his teeth are dislodged. Uh, my recommendation, Caitlin, would be if you're going to try and get body parts that you use your action for them or you wait until post-combat. Well, since I have two-weapon fighting, technically I can take a bonus action to use my other sword. It's so not I... actually a bonus action. That's for attacking. So huh. can I make an attack on its mouth? The <laughs> 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 dead body. <laughs> For now, I'll say, sure, I want to talk about this in the future before we make this be a, a constant thing. It's okay. I, I'll only also, do this, like... <laughs> let, let me ask. You have, Five times. You have two weapon fighting? I do have two weapon fighting. What's your second weapon? A uh, short sword? You have two short swords. Yes. Okay. Two short swords. Uh, so go ahead and make an attack against... <laughs> normally, an attack against a prone creature would be at advantage, but you're trying to hit a specific body part, so we'll just cancel that out. Okay. Uh, let's see, plus five, uh, 14. It's <laughs> actually not enough. Oh my God. <laughs> the goblin is a rather small creature. Uh, so as you go to take your short sword, you take the flat of the blade and you get ready to kind of crack it right in the mouth to see how many of its teeth you can dislodge. Uh, and your aim is a little bit off as you shatter its nose. Oh, God uh, damn it. So <laughs> you hit the thing, but not quite where you wanted to. Everyone is like, you guys are used to like this little frantic, like, tiefling girl and then you just see me like just demolish <laughs> two goblins and then like do a double hit on like its face <laughs> double tap brutal yeah. oh my god <laughs> alright I'll end my turn okay uh, Marcus, it's your turn alright I'm gonna skewer that there orc <laughs> okay give it a old pokey stabby so you are currently flanking that orc with gork so yeah. you do have advantage on the attack Fight yeah. the orc with Gork, the children's yes. book. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of the color red. <laughs> what was the attack? 17. 17 will hit. Go ahead and deal your damage. Alrighty. Seven. Wait. Yeah, seven, seven. Okay. Did you incorporate your sneak attack into that? Uh, No. Can I roll for that now? Uh, yes, because you did get advantage on the attack yeah. roll. You get your sneak attack. Sweet. Yeah, I was going to ask about that after mm -hmm. this attack was done. <laughs> well, that's just a six. 
on a, on a six. Yeah, on a d6, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you go ahead and you take your um, you take your rapier and you go to slash at it and you manage to catch it in one of its organs. Uh, it wasn't quite prepared for Gork to come up behind it, and as it was half turned, you got the orc right in the side. And as it grabs its side in pain, it falls to the ground quite dead. Ha! Oh. <laughs> Thank you for your commentary, Gork. Um, uh, okay, Marcus. so that leaves two orcs left standing. Both of them Marcus. the ranged ones. Marcus. Uh, he flicks his rapier, flicks the blood off of it, and kind of readies himself for the other ones. Uh, so I have a crossbow, but it's and it's a light crossbow. Well, that wouldn't work for two weapon fighting, though, would it? No. Because mm-hmm. nah. a crossbow does take two hands. Yeah. Um, I look at Gork, and I nod, and I start at the other two orcs. You start at, like, you're moving towards them? Yeah. Okay. Um, given your movement, you can close with either one of them. Oh, I can close. Okay. Uh, you well, can't, I can't attack, ex- but you can close. Yeah, yeah. I can attack. Um, I'll kind of, like, position myself with Gork, and I'm still squishy, so I'm going to wait for him, and I do advantage <laughs> with other people. So I ain't going in there by myself. Okay, so you are currently, if you're not going to close with him, that puts you at about 10, 15 feet away from the two orcs that have javelins. Okay. Okay. How many javelins do they have? Four um, each. <laughs> wait, uh, just out of curiosity, before I... Are, are, is our backline just down-down? <laughs> oh, down. Yeah. Oh, Your backline's completely down. <laughs> are they going to die if we don't get to them? That's a good uh, question. They can make death-saving throws. Yeah, oh, that's that's gosh. completely up to their next rolls. <laughs> Even if I went over there, I wouldn't have anything to help them. I mean, you could stabilize them. Kill! Uh... Okay, understanding all of that. Well, he can't this turn because he's used to it. No, yeah, I'm going to set my way over that way since that's more important, obviously. Okay, so you're going to, are you going to make your way over to them? Yeah. Okay, so you do manage to, you can also close with both of them. So you have two unconscious individuals pretty much next to one another as Uther and Bartholomew are both down. Okay. Um, Is that the end of your turn, Marcus? Uh, unless I can stabilize them now, I'll, I'll do like a little free action and be like, don't worry, friends, you're going to be okay. Okay. Um, so at the end of your turn, Uther, make a death save. I immediately fart. (laughs) 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 I got a 10. 10. That's a fail, I believe. Oh. All that meat and croissants. Oh. 1 through 10 and 11 11 through 20. So that's your first failed death saving throw. Oh, shit. Um, that's all that you get to do this turn. Um, top of the order, Bartholomew, make a death save. God, Come on, don't fail me thing, now, new dice. Down. Uh, 16. 16 for successful death saving throw. Next up is Gork. Gork is now three turns into raging and is developing a really good froth at the mouth at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to turn to the orc javelin thrower who was so viciously mocked recently and okay. uh, charge the full five feet and swing at him. Excellent. So you charge the full, you're probably closer to 10, but easily within range for you. And you make yep. your way over to the orc who was viciously mocked and told to kill himself. No, that was the one that is actually dead. Yes. Um, regardless, go ahead and roll to hit. Uh, it's going to be an 11 to hit. That is unfortunately not enough. Too bad. Um, who did I give DM inspiration to? Me. I got inspiration. Okay, Me. those are the two inspirations I gave. Okay. Um... Can you do anything else on your turn, Gork? Nope, that's all. Okay, so at the end of your turn, it's their turn. 
So, the two with the javelins are going to go ahead and make melee attacks at you with the javelins themselves. Both of them are going to focus on you. The first one is a 14 to hit. That'll do. Damn. Uh, okay, so you take three points of piercing damage, half to one. Yes. Uh, and then the second javelin attack is a 16 to hit, which will hit as well. Yes. <laughs> uh, you take an additional four points of piercing damage, half to two. Perfect. Still alive. Oh, I always forget, in a rage, you get like half damage. That's Indeed. so nice. Indeed. Bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so that's uh, the end of both of their turns. Caitlin, it's your turn. Okay, I... Okay, let's think. What can I do? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to... Am I within running distance to our dead compatriots? No, you are currently 65 feet away from your downed compatriots. They were at the start. Okay, I'm assuming if I remounted... No, that would take an action to get on my horse, run over there, and then get off again. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to just uh, throw caution to the wind and run up to one of the orcs and attack. Okay, so you're probably about 25, 30 feet away from them. I assume you have a 30-foot movement speed? Yes. Okay, so you can easily make that. They are both currently facing the other way, attacking Gork. Which one are you going to be attacking? There is one who hasn't taken any damage so far, and then there's one who was viciously mocked. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go for the one who hasn't taken damage. Okay, go ahead and roll to hit. Um, 2v1, but you are on the other side, so you are flanking, so you will be rolling an advantage. Okay. You said with advantage? Mm-hmm. Thank God, because I rolled a 2. Um, <laughs> uh, 20 to hit? That will hit. Is that a nat oh. 20 or a non-nat 20? No, it just added to 20. I wish it was a nat 20. <laughs> All right, first attack. Oh, fuck yeah, 9 damage. 9 points of damage. He and then I'll do that. my second attack with the two weapon fighting. Okay, go ahead and roll the hit. Uh, does a 16 hit? It does, but uh, remember that you don't get your bonuses on the second hit. Oh, okay, never mind. So then uh, that'd be a th 11, so that will not hit. An 11 will unfortunately not hit. God damn it. All right, uh, and that's all I can do. Okay, so as you run forward, throwing caution to the wind, you take two swings with your short swords at the enemy orc. You do manage to slash one of them right in the back, and it's a rather deep wound, and he's very aware of your presence now. And as you turn to strike him a second time, he actually turns towards you, javelin in hand, and deflects the attack. Doesn't... I thought it, you just didn't add your damage. No, it's your to hit as well, I believe. I can double check. Uh, for now, we'll do it that way. Uh, you don't add your ability modifier to the... Oh, it is damage. Yeah, it is damage. Yeah, damage. Yeah, it yep. is damage. Okay, so um, go ahead and roll your damage for the second hit then. Cool. Uh, that would just be a three. Okay, so you do manage. The orc does still deflect your attack with a javelin, but it does actually graze him on the arm. The orc is not dead, but is uh, injured. Mm. Okay. Okay, is that the end of your turn, Caitlin? Yep, that's all I can do. Okay, Marcus. Uh, which one of these uh, dead-looking guys looks more dead? Uther. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to try to stabilize Uther. Okay. Um, you managed to. Um, stabilizing them. I'll have you do a medicine check. Okay. Uh, I got a 19. Hell of a medicine check. Okay. Uther, you are stable. Oh, perfect. Um, keep in mind that stable does not mean conscious. Okay. Uh, you are no longer in a dying state. You won't have to make death saving throws, but you will need to be healed before you are back up. Okay. I fart again. 
<laughs> Important. Am I am I able to try to stabilize the other one too? Uh, no. I'm gonna say it's gonna be one per action there. Okay. Um, then I will do nothing except for kind of like wave the air out of my face. Pardon. <laughs> Excellent. So as you try and contend with the smell of Uther's um, releases, uh, you do manage to stabilize him. So now only Bartholomew is in the dying state. Um, so, Easty. Uther, your turn is in this case passed over because you don't need to make a death save. Okay. Uh, which puts us at the top of the order, which means Bartholomew, make a death save. All right. Come on, big money. Um, so, you said there was only two of us that had inspiration, but remember, you also gave me inspiration. I'm going to use that inspiration and reroll that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you were well, one of the two I was talking about. It, it didn't matter. <laughs> so, uh, that's, a, that's a fail. I rolled a seven. Okay, oh, no. so you have one success and one failed death save. Uh, Gork, it's your turn. All right, my uh, good froth has has developed into a great froth. Absolutely artistic. <laughs> I'm going to re-swing at the guy who so nimbly dodged me but was still viciously mocked before. Okay, go ahead and roll to hit. That'll be an 18! An 18! <laughs> will hit. Sweet. 2d6. 4... Six plus another five, eleven. Four plus six plus five is eleven. No, no. Four <laughs> plus two equals six plus five. Oh. Damage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Gork math, but this it's actually real math. math <laughs> I, I was a little bit confused by that one. Uh, so, okay, as you rear back, your rage still full in effect. As the orc nimbly dodge out of the way, you spin around and with your sword go ahead and cleave that orc in twain as his head goes flying. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So we have one orc left standing. Gork, is that the end of your turn? Nah, well, outside of, I guess, moving the couple feet over to the next one in a uh, frothy frenzy. Yeah, that's the okay, end of my turn. Okay, so you are currently flanking that orc with Caitlyn, which is excellent because as it's its turn, it will be rolling at disadvantage. Today. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, so I have good news and bad news, Caitlyn. Oh, which no. do you want first? Bad news. Okay, so the bad news is it hit you. No. <laughs> the good news is it wasn't a critical. Thank God. <laughs> but I'm still very squishy. Which it would have been otherwise. Oh, Jesus. So, Caitlin, yeah, you take three points of piercing damage. Oh, my God. I'm down to one HP. <laughs> <laughs> but still up. That's what yeah. matters. I'm just, like, bleeding profusely. Tis but this flesh wound. And it God. is your turn, Caitlin. This is my favorite shirt. <laughs> Third favorite, I thought. <laughs> You know, it's become my favorite because <laughs> it holds a lot of sentimental value to me. And a lot of blood. And a lot of blood. So it has a little bit of me in it for sure. Meaningful. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to make an attack with my short sword. Okay. Uh, oh, fuck, not 20! Excellent. Oh, Excellent. Right. Go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> all right. Uh, fuck, how does a So as work? a reminder that the way the criticals uh, work here is that you double the dice that you roll, not the bonus. So Ailey. if you're rolling for a short sword, is it a d6? Yeah, and I got a five. So, so I got you double that. 10 plus three equals 13. 13 points of damage. All right. Well, the orc that had a solid three hit points left uh, does fall. So as you run up, reeling back from the hit that you took from the orc itself, you look forward and you lock eyes with the orc and uh, your hatred over him ruining your now favorite outfit comes to light <laughs> and you scream as you drive your sword right through his heart you were a little low but you know it's the thought yeah. that counts and the orc does drop down 
Well, now he won't have rippling abdominals. I have stabbed him. Nope. Yep. No, I was a little lower than that, too. Okay. Well, oh. great. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Uh, you you wanted a piece of the enemies, and let's just say you have one, should you wish it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I look very oh. flustered, and I'm like, this is not the piece I wanted. Uh, okay, so we are now out of combat. Uh, you have two individuals who are currently, one is stabilized, one is not. I'll, I lay uh, down, because I'm dying. <laughs> okay. I, will, I, I will stabilize the other guy. Okay, go ahead and make that medicine check. Okay. Uh... I'm probably going to use the Bardic Inspiration because that was a five. Uh, so let me be clear with the medicine checks mm-hmm. before you use mm-hmm. your Bardic Inspiration um, mm-hmm. that the only way that they're not going to be stabilized really is that if you get a nat one. Then he's heckin' stabilized. <laughs> he is heckin' stabilized. Congratulations. You have four dead orcs, two dead goblins, uh, two heckin' stabilized individuals, <laughs> and one at one hit point. Uh, <laughs> I, um, Marcus is... I'm sorry, what? I was say, I look around in my now sort of unnecessary amount of froth and find <laughs> that there are no other enemies with it. And then at some point, I just sort of like slump halfway over and wake up. Froth, or wait, or froth is gone. Ah, eh. What's going on, everyone? How's it going? How you doing? Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> guys, am Ma- I hallucinating? Can I just have Ma- too much blood loss? Ma- Ma- I- Marcus is going to run over to... <laughs> That and uh, Caitlin, <laughs> and kind of like yeah, <laughs> kneel down, kneel down to Caitlin and like check her out and be like, "Are you all right?" You oh wait, okay, so you've got uh, well Marcus there. checking you out, and since you have some rips in your shirt, um, my white shirt is now red. I'm very sad. Matches your skin tone. Uh, parts of it, yeah. <laughs> oh man, what happened here? This looks like a heckin' bad fight. Uh, guys, uh, so- am I going nuts? <laughs> no, that's. Unusual, even for him. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I close my eyes. <laughs> I'm just grinning happily, and it makes no sense. I love it. Okay. I think, I think well, we can count this as a win, though, but um, I'm not able to get our friends up. We're going to have to wait for them to come too naturally or find them some some healing. guess we could just take a minute and lay here <laughs> and be... Uh. <laughs> I pass out again. <laughs> okay. So, the conscious individuals of Gork and Marcus, what do you two do? Uh, Marcus is going to be like, look at Gork and be like, uh, you are all right, aren't you? I'm doing Gork. perfectly dandy. I'll go have about those two. You work with her. And I just kind of walk over and li- walk over to them, uh, pick them up, just like lay them on their horses, you know, kind of strap them in as best I can. Okay. All right. Um, seeing that. That happens, and <laughs> uh, Caitlin seems uh, not, you know, dead. She's just gonna chill there. That's fine. Uh, Marcus is gonna go check out the um, the uh, the cart. Excellent, um, excellent. That the orcs are going for. Okay, so you wander over to the cart, which is still overturned. Um, the bodies of the goblins that were inside of it, rummaging around, are now next to where Caitlin was, as is a lot of her lifeblood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All my blood, bottle, right there. Fortunately, uh, everyone on your team seems to have survived, which is good. And as you look inside, you see that the same cannot be said for the original owners of the cart. Um, there are four bodies inside, um, which. The card is big enough to have held them and many more. Um, they are rather well-dressed. None of them appear to be armored. Um, two men, one woman, and unfortunately, a small child. 
Not the children. All human. Not the children. Uh, (laughs) All human. All very clearly dead. Um, The child's head is hanging from his neck by a bit of a strand. Um, It's it's a gruesome sight, Marcus. And as you you look, you feel a bit of regret for them. Um, On top of that, I'm going to need you to give me an investigation check. All right, ready? Let's see. I think now I'm going to use the Bardic Inspiration. Okay. Because that thing only lasts like an hour anyways. Ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ten minutes. Yeah, so I'm going to... Isn't it? Yeah. Jesse? Yep, ten minutes. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. Uh, so you look around and you can see a couple of different reasons why this particular wagon may have been attacked. Though it seems that none of the individuals inside were armed, um, they were carrying quite a bit of merchandise and you you sort of put together this image of traveling merchants um taking their wares given the way that a wagon is pointing probably on their way to zephyr to sell them um you find among the weapons that are there nothing that's really better than what you're carrying but you do find a couple of short swords uh four daggers you find two longbows um a couple of fancy food trays that are like kind of packed tightly in a in a wooden crate and yeah, you look into the last crate and you find something that makes your eyes go wide and you wonder how these particular merchants got a hold of this many healing potions. <laughs> 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 now, I want to just uh, uh, break the immersion for a moment here and say that I swear to God this was planned. <laughs> no matter how much it might not seem like it, I was actually kind of worrying that you all were going to run off without checking the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> so you find in there a grand total of 12 Potions of minor healing. And those are just the ones that weren't shattered by the goblins rummaging around. You think that the crate at one point held upwards of 30. Oh, wow. Um, So Marcus is going to go inside uh, the wagon. He doesn't uh, doesn't seem to react to the bodies. He just kind of goes through the, um, uh, the, the crates, gets the healing potions. That makes his eyebrows raise a bit. Um, and uh, he's going to pocket a couple of the daggers. Maybe a short sword. Okay. Let's see here. So I'll add that to my thing, and then it'll take all the the healing potions. And uh, are there any papers or anything like that that they were they that they had? Nope, nothing like that. Okay. Well, then he will uh, take out. He will get out of there, and he will walk back over to Caitlin. Um, and then he'll kind of like uh, do a heavy sigh, and he's kind of shakes his head, and he's like, "You don't want to look in there." Oh, really? Is it that bad? He solemnly nods. Uh, yeah, but um, I will say, no matter what happened, their misfortune is our gain, as they had these. And he pulled out. He pulls out one of the uh, health potions and gives it to her. Okay. Ah, uh, thank you. Just like the great circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> this is the circle of death. <laughs> <laughs> but just like Mufasa said, when something dies, it goes back into the ground and feeds the antelope. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. I love that play. <laughs> it's got <All> right. <laughs> oh, geez, what you got there? Oh, I'll take some of those over to the uh, Sleepy Boys there. Hey, thank you. So, uh, um, <laughs> I'm going to drink a healing potion. <laughs> yeah. So as a reminder, potions of minor healing are 2d4 plus 2 hit points regenerated. Okay. All right. I will consume one of those. Right, my, um, I'll consume one of those myself as well. Is someone going to feed it to me? 
two D. Yeah, uh, Marcus <laughs> is gonna go over there and feed one, feed, uh, feed one to uh, Uther and feed one to a Bartholomew. Okay, uh, I'll go ahead and let you roll for those. Oh, <coughs> Excuse me, I got six points of healing as I cough and <coughs> get up a little bit. Uh, did you roll that or did Marcus? Oh, did you want when you said you? Yeah. I thought you meant. Uh, Sorry, Marcus. You can since you're feeding the oh, potions to them. I'll let okay, you roll for all the right. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I rolled for my. I rolled for myself, uh, and I'm fully healed again. Um, I will roll for. Um, I'll do Uther first since he was in the tougher state. Um, so it's 2d6, 2d4. I'm sorry, my bad. I did roll, I did roll 2d4s. Uh, we really want those sixes. Yeah, I, I, no, listen, I, I gave you 12 potions. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right, you're right. My brain's just dumb. Uh, I got a seven on the dice and it's plus, plus two? Yes. Okay, so um, nine total. Mm-hmm. Can I have over my max? No. <laughs> <laughs> then I got to... Uh, and, and then for Bartholomew... Um, mm, 10. Oh. 2D, 2 fours. Dice. Which I think means you're back to full <laughs> I'm as back well. Back to full as well. <laughs> God damn and it. Nothing, and cons- nothing of value was lost. I've consumed <laughs> my believe. potion and I've rolled a seven. I only lost six health, so I'm good. <laughs> you feel uh, real good. Real good. You're in a pretty All good right. place now. So that does mean and- that I believe everybody took a potion, which means you have seven left. So there's seven left. Okay. <laughs> um, so, oh. so as Uther. Dear. As as uh, or as um, Marcus uh, gives each potion to the person, he's gonna like pour it, like take their head and kind of like raise it up and help feed it to him and help kind of sit them up and then do the same for Bartholomew and be like, uh, I was worried, very worried about the both of you. Are, are you all feeling all right? Mm-hmm. I have a javelin in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's not very usual, but I think you'll be all right now. <clears throat> I think I'll be fine. Yeah, and I, for for the record, uh, we we will say that um, Marcus, you were smart enough to pull the uh, pull the javelin out of his stomach before yeah. giving him a potion. Oh. It heals around the javelin. Jesse just has a javelin for the rest of the game. <laughs> I'll rephrase that. I had a javelin in my stomach. <laughs> well, hey there, friendos. He had a good little nap there, huh? Uh, I must be dead. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay now. All the big, all the big uh, angry guys are gone, so we're all good. No, he's just what? like that now. Uh, what? Why? <laughs> I what? can't explain it. Why are you talking like that? Talking like what, there, friend? Oh, God, I hate this. Hey, Gork, Gork, <laughs> I need to ask you something. Yeah. But my name's Gork. My name's William. I'm William Pixby. How you doing? What the fuck? <laughs> No, I'm just laying on the ground in my blood still, being like, what the fuck? What did you put in this uh, health potion? Uh, I found them on a dead family. I'm sorry, what? Oh, oh. that's just a dilly darn chain there. <laughs> Way to change the subject where? there, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> dead family, no big deal. Dead uh, family, where? Uh, oh, uh, back back in the cart. Uh, the, the, the orcs were attacking the cart, and I investigated, and there's there's a dead family of humans in there. Oh. I walk over to the cart. Quite unfortunate. Okay. Um, uh, Anyways, um, William, can you tell me what race you are? Yes, I'm a half-orc. It's great. (laughs) Ah, this is that other half. (laughs) 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 I know what you're talking about, but you know what? I just came here. I want to be on an adventure. It's all good. Right. Uh, How do you feel about croissants? That's pretty good in moderation. 
Oh my god. <laughs> right. All right. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is right. This is our life now, and we cannot change it. Therefore, we must keep going as we are. Hey, Makasa, do you mind if I steal another one of those potions just for uh, in case oh. I die again? Yes, yes. I was going to distribute uh, one to everyone else. I, I'm going to keep a couple of extra myself in case uh, you know you, the same thing happens again, and I'm forced to uh, feed it to one of you. <laughs> okay, mm. I will keep one then. That orc got um, lucky. And uh, something to keep in mind for all of you before uh-huh. we continue. In combat, the way potions are going to work is that taking a potion yourself is going to be a bonus action. However, feeding one to another person is going to be a full action. Okay. Action. okay. Um, if you have a potion and somebody is in a dying state, do you still have to um, yes, you have stabilize to them to first? Them. No, 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 well, no. That will stabilize them. Okay, great. Yeah. Cool. So Stabilizer is, huh? is just the alternative. Now, Uther, I believe you were saying something. Yes. Um, so Uther walks over to the cart. I'm going to take a look at see what happened. And then I'm going to utter a short prayer. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm going to utter a short prayer, and then I'm going to light the, the cart on fire. This cart is on fire. Are you <laughs> using doing like a spell? or? I'm sorry, what? Are you using your spell or are you using something else to set the card on fire? No, I'm going to use my spell. Okay, so keeping in mind that Firebolt isn't really meant to spread fire or set things on fire so much as it is to do a pinpoint set of damage. It, it, you, you get the impression that with a cart this thick, mm-hmm. it's going to take a lot to set it ablaze. Oh, okay. It's because I was just looking at the description. It says flammable <laughs> objects. Uh, yeah, but like a cart, if you think about it, a pile of twigs is easier to set on fire than a hardwood cart. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we in that case, I'm going to look through my pack and actually make a visible <laughs> effort to do this so that they can pass on. Mm, go ahead and give me a... What's the best thing to do here? Give me a religion check. Okay. I got a nat 20. Okay, that's excellent. Uh, A nat 20 will tell you that that is not the proper way to to have them pass on. Ah, okay. Uh, (laughs) Burying them would be a better idea. Okay. Um, Well, I turned to everyone and said, well, I think they should um, be laid to rest appropriately. Well, I tend to agree with that. I think we kind of are in a slight dilemma if we expose ourselves out here by digging holes. Mm. Caitlin, you're already kind of exposing yourself. Well, I'm sorry, my shirt can't help it, all right? We're just gonna have to deal with this until I can get my other shirt. Did, were, were there any clothes in those boxes? Uh, there's the ones on the dead people. Uh, yeah, I will not sink that low. I would uh, much yeah, rather no. show yeah. my corset than anything else. So, you know, it, you're just gonna have to deal. So, so with with um with what Caitlin said of like you know we're gonna be exposing ourselves. Uh, Marcus is gonna nod and and kind of uh, have like a, a a stern gaze of. Uh, as much as I would like to lay these people to rest, we still have a mission and we are already very late and they aren't going to get any deader. Mm. We can always and return that's and when the corpses rise. No, Zombies. And then they start dancing to Thriller. <laughs> I really think we should continue on. We, we have very late as it is. 
I'm like conflicted about this, but you guys are right. So in this case, I guess we'll have to continue on. Don't worry, Uther, we can come back. I mean, we have to come back this way anyway. It's okay, friend, though. They're probably not going anywhere. <laughs> I don't see them walking away anytime soon. True. You I just tend to agree. just asking for a necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> we come back, they're all gone. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, are you going to mount up and move on? Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay, I'm assuming that you're going to be keeping the same march order as before. Yeah, please. Sure. Okay. Keep me in the middle. Well, with uh, well, no, Keep Jesse's in the middle. Back. He's in position four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll explain that later. <laughs> Great. Um, so as you uh, mount your horses, um, those of you that care to say a, a quick prayer for those that are in the cart, or at least give it a, another sidelong glance as you move on, understanding that your mission needs to come first in this particular situation. So a little battered, a little bruised, and a little worse for wear, but none of you being dead, uh, you make your way into the forest surrounding Fort Dreyfus. All right, folks, that's it for this episode of the Roaring D20s podcast. As always, if you have any comments, be sure to let us know. We have links to our uh, various social media accounts in the description. And for updates on episode releases, be sure to follow us on Twitter 